Living Dead in Austin is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club. Did you know there are three kinds of finance expenditures in business? There's OPEX, CAPEX, and ARMEX. Uh, that last one is armadillo expenditures. You don't see it on financial statements very much because it's fraud. <laughs> <laughs> For more armadillo-related facts, to find out how you can access episodes a day early, and to learn more about our podcasts and merchandise, visit us at armadillo.club. The sun's going down in Bonton, Louisiana, and things are about to get weird. Hello there, you're listening to Living Dead in Austin. We're reading Charlene Harris's Sookie Stackhouse novels. I'm Alice Sullivan. I'm Jeff Lee. And I'm Michael Sparkman. And today we're going to be reading chapters 7 through 14 of From Dead to Worse, book 8 in the Southern Vampire Mystery series. Previously, Sookie attends a human wedding with a surprising number of supernatural guests of varying degrees of spookiness. She has a surprise dinner with her great-granddad and gets the sordid story behind her fairy lineage. On the way home, Suki plays the Uno reverse card on an assassination attempt and gets embroiled in a werewolf war. But not content to sit on the sidelines, Suki packs up a couple of witches and hits the road for Shreveport, hoping to land herself way deeper in this conflict than necessary. <laughs> the person I don't understand in this whole mix is Amelia. Uh-huh. Why? Get out, girl. Yeah. What are you doing? You don't she, have to be She doesn't here. have anywhere else to go. Suki's tougher in. <laughs> she... Yeah, it could be it. She just yeah. keeps trying to leave and just finds herself not doing it. It's yeah. Like, yeah, it's just like, oh, you know, I keep thinking I should leave after every time that somebody kicks in our door and tries to kill everyone in the house. I mean, it it has been established that not only is she rich, but she owns two apartments, uh-huh. right? One of which is wrecked right now because of Katrina, but the other one just has someone living in it. She could go stay there. That's her income source. That's the only money she... Oh, no, and, and the bartending. She doesn't need income. Well... Does she bartend? Uh, yeah, she w- works. Uh, she's a fill-in for Merlots. Oh yeah. Well, she doesn't need an income. She has an apartment. Like, uh, well, you know, I mean, food, which supplies, you know. I'm just saying. She, <laughs> which she, she supplies? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, she. Uh, it seems like she doesn't want to rely too much on her dad's stuff anyway, right? I guess so, but I mean, the, she's gonna get killed in like a week, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Well, Probably. Yeah. I mean, you know, but she doesn't want to take that take that family money. Yeah. Yeah. Rather die, I guess. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Chapter 7. Sookie drives with Trey Dawson to tell Alcide about Maria Starr's murders because they had the really creepy ectoplasmic reconstruction. Okay. I've got a new team, by the way. I'm Team Dawson. Okay, he really? He seems pretty great. I, I couldn't tell. Like, I have this feeling that there's something sketchy about Dawson, right? Like, yeah. he, there, there's, there's a bunch of, like, stuff that they don't talk about. You know, like, oh, I was a police officer. Then there was, like, some things that happened. And then it's like, we don't get a lot of detail about the things, you know? <laughs> Well, he was too honest, right? That, that's what he said. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what they call him. Honest Trey Dawson. <laughs> they always trust him when named Honest Trey. Uh, but yeah, I mean like... I mean, the, the Trey is short for betrayal Dawson. <laughs> but that's probably... That's just a coincidence. Or uh, traitor. Traitor Dawson. His, uh, his, his reason for getting into the whole conflict, I guess it kind of makes sense. Like Patrick Fernand tried to put him out of business. Yeah, right. Yeah. He's, sort of, he's not really in the conflict. He's not really like a... A pack joiner, yeah, which I think is unusual for werewolves. Uh, but he, but he, but he's chosen here because you know he's chosen the right side. But you know he's a small business owner. He seems like a stable guy, he's responsible, considerate. He doesn't have any incest stuff that we know about at all. Yeah, he's, he does. He That's has a step up. Ex-wife who doesn't appear to be related to him, and a kid who does appear to be related to him. <laughs> That's like the right order, right? <laughs> yep. So yeah. Um, so Suki attends a meeting of the wares. Cal Myers is now kill on sight. 
and they're planning to capture one of Fernand's people to find out more. It doesn't seem like the most like put together plan, to be honest. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like this, this, this. I feel like this meeting escalated really quickly. Like she walks in, she's a gunpoint. Uh, they know who she is, but for some reason they still decide that she needs a gun on her. Mm-hmm. And uh, like Alcide goes to death sentences immediately. He's like, everyone, kill them all on sight. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it seemed it seemed excessive somehow. I don't know. It seemed like a jumping jumping to conclusions a bit. Yeah, yeah a little bit. Um, I also noticed that on the drive up there, Suki, like, like Dawson point blank asks her about the whole Debbie Pelt thing, and Suki just tells him. Yeah. Yeah, she's not even, I thought she spent like two books trying not to tell people about that murder she did, and she tells several people in this book. She <sighs> does, yeah. She Well, I mean, I guess she decides they're trustworthy. She tells Sam, and she tells Trey Dawson, this guy she's known for like a a few, I don't even know, like, when did she meet him? Like a month ago, maybe, right? Like, yeah, when know, he was hanging out, he was, wasn't he guarding, um... He was, like, the bodyguard that Calvin brought in to watch yeah. the door or something. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Or, or Alcide did, I don't know. Last time she was hanging out in the hospital, so, so it's probably only been a few days so he's or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so he's, like, the ex-cop that takes side jobs involving violence. Yeah. You can probably trust him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also, you know, Suki does tell Alcide about the, uh, you know, what happened with the whole like brush with death situation, and Alcide immediately gets hung up on the fact that she was hanging out with Eric, and I was just like, "Get fucked, Alcide!" Right? Yeah, fuck yeah. this dude! Right? Like, yeah. So she leaves, you know, which I think was the right move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't need to be involved in this at all, as it is. Right? Yeah. This is a rare problem. And she walks off, and it's never her problem ever again. She <laughs> yeah, never right. gets involved again. Yeah, no, that's, that's the end of the book. And, Suki and, sets a clear boundary, and everybody respects it, including her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it turns out, though, that Suki and Eric were intercepted when they had been leaving the restaurant after having dinner with her fairy great-grandfather. Um, because of the where waiter tipped Fernan off. Ah, uh, I, I remember that that guy being there and being a little nervous about it. You know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and we get a really funny aside. Amelia found a cat with kittens hanging out in the woods, and the kittens are the same color as Bob, Bob. which okay. raises so many questions. Okay, hold on though. Like, I feel like this is this is a stretch, right? Like, we don't know that these are Bob's kittens. I mean, this is circumstantial evidence, and true, immediately... He's not the only black and white cat. Yeah, right? and immediately immediate, immediately uses this as justification to, like, go out and get laid, right? She's like, oh, well, yeah. fine. If he's having sex with a cat, I guess, you know? <laughs> I don't know. Doesn't even give him a chance to defend himself. They could be anyone's kittens. I think he should demand a paternity test. Sorry, a paternity <laughs> test. <laughs> no, that was a caternity test. Caternity test, yes. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, I, I I don't buy that these are Bob's kittens, you know. No, but it was very funny. Yeah, I think it's Bob's kittens. I think Bob Bob has had a tough road to hoe for these last few months, right? Turned into a cat, taken out of the city where you live, kept as a pet by somebody that you don't even really like that much. I mean, he's just getting a little a little pussy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> and, I can't knock him. It's not like they make condoms for cats, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I mean, I don't know. If listeners, if you know whether they make condoms for cats, do not write in. I don't want to know. <laughs> my whole life. Yeah, just send it directly to Jeff. It's fine. It's yeah. all about cat condoms. <laughs> she goes into work, and there's some Fellowship of the Sun assholes hanging out at Merlot's. I had this weird sense of like familiarity with this situation, right? Like no. because of like the the current. Like situation, I was just like, it's like when you go and you see someone with a red hat, and you're just like, you know, like you don't want any trouble, but you know that they're gonna try and start some shit with somebody, you know? Yeah. Just because they're like 
rowdy, you know? Yeah. And that's, sure enough, exactly what happens. Pretty much, yeah. Um, Sookie gets chastised by Sam for her interaction with them, but I thought that was a bit much. I mean... Yeah, so so Pam and Pam comes in with Amelia, right? right. Uh, on a date, which I think was great. You know, I love Pam. I, I'm happy for her to be getting some. Um, but yeah, the, the, the fellowship people have some feelings that they can't help but share. And I think Suki was actually pretty nice about this, to be perfectly honest. Like, I went back and reread it, like to read what she actually said. She was fine. Yeah, nicer than I would have been, I would yeah, say. I think you're right, but also I think there may be something of a divergence between the way Suki sees how she acts and the way she, <laughs> other people see how she acts. Fair point. You know? Fair like, enough. Yeah. Like she may have been really like rude in a body language sense to them. Like just like peed on their table or something like that. <laughs> Flipped over their yeah, drinks yeah. or their you know, punched them in the face. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Sam's like, I need my livelihood. I'm like, okay, you need your livelihood of serving horrible like racists. Yeah, but, I, I wait, feel... but I mean it's a small rural Louisiana, Louisiana yeah. so yeah. It's probably like yeah, bread well, and butter, right? I yeah. compare this to how she treats or oh, Andy Belfleur back before they, they sort of became not enemies. Mm-hmm. Or the way she treats Bud Dearborn. She treats them a lot better than she treats these people. Mm. Fair enough. No, I'm not on their side, of course. I kind of hope they cross the line and get tornadoed out of existence yeah. by one of their boyfriends. Fair enough. But yeah, I, I, I still think Sam could have had her back some kind of way here, and he didn't. So fuck that guy. I don't know. Yeah. Shifty Sam. <laughs> she she goes home, and Trey checks out her house after work, and we get our southernism, because she goes into the house, and she wants to follow Trey <laughs> while he's checking out the house. And he says, I'd sure like a glass of Coke. He deflected me perfectly from following him by appealing to my hospitality. My grandmother would have hit me with a fly swatter if I hadn't gone Trey a Coke right then. I love it. <sighs> I, this is, this is a, yeah, this is weird. She, not just a Coke, she makes yeah. him like a, uh, she makes him a sandwich. A sandwich, too. Yeah. She's like, what? He just sits down and eats it. And that, I, I don't know, maybe, I, I, yeah, we're not real Southern, right? We're Texan, right? Right. It's a different thing. As I've learned, yeah, yeah. it is. But like, to me, this he crossed the line. I mean, it's it's fine. Like, it turns out he's a, he's a fine guy. He doesn't do anything wrong. But he like she kind of tells him to go away now, and he's like, no, I'm gonna come in and look at your rooms in your house. Go get me a drink and make me a sandwich, and then I'm gonna sit here and eat the sandwich I gotta, in your I, house. And I, it's clear that she's done, so right? She's ready to go this, to bed. This this gave me a like again. This is one of those things where I was like, is there something weird? Like I was waiting for something to happen here. Like this, yeah, I feel, this I feel felt like, sketchy, right? If I had done this to somebody. I would be screamingly over the line. Yeah. Right? I, I mean, one time when I was living in that condo, I helped my neighbor carry up some groceries, and I, I was like, and I was like, oh, I'll help you. And I went into her condo, and I, I, in retrospect, I clearly made her uncomfortable doing that. She didn't want me to go into her condo, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I didn't think of it because I was stupid, right? And this is way farther than that, you know. Yeah. Like I'm gonna walk through your house un, unsupervised, and what, you know, like check all the rooms. I don't. It's, it, it, it gave me a weird vibe. That's yeah. all, you know. I was just weirded out by her making him a sandwich when he asked for a drink, and then she makes a sandwich. Like, you plan your meals, right? I, I that's, mean, right? That's weird to me. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> does she just have shit? Like, like, like she has meatloaf that she's like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna make this guy. A sandwich. Well, that's that's the meatloaf sandwich for for gentlemen callers. Right? <laughs> have to be ready. I did wonder about that. Like, do you keep like yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, company company it's, meatloaf. That's, that's what Grant told us how you catch a man. You know, if you don't have a sandwich on the spot, that man can slip away. <laughs> I mean, it's better than the time, she, the very first time she met Alcide when she offered him coffee and he was like, "Yeah, make me breakfast." Yeah, so, he's like, "Do you have any bacon and eggs too?" Yeah, like, Motherfucker! Like, <laughs> it's like I, yeah, I guess I do. That was what I was gonna have for breakfast, but it's fine. You can have it, I guess. I got an exhaust pipe you can suck on. <laughs> Yeah, so this, the Southern hospitality thing is something that, that 
throws me for a loop occasionally like this, you know? Yeah. yeah. I like it, though. It made me smile. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's weird. But there's it, things are going getting worse and worse. Fernand's people have actually also killed Christine Larrabee, who we met. She had been supporting Alcide's dad during the last Packmaster contest. She was the widow of the previous Packmaster. So it looks like they're going after the women, which is kind of a big deal. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So it's weird for were- werewolves, apparently. Yeah. And she has a thought to herself. Knowing Alcide had brought me nothing but grief. Really, Sicky? <laughs> really? Uh-huh. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. That's, a, that, that's a good conclusion to come to. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. got there, Sookie. <laughs> I'm glad uh, you thought yeah. that. Yeah, I'm sure. And I'm sure from here on, she's, she's going like, to not be involved in this werewolf stuff ever yeah. again, right? Yeah, right. Yep. Time oh. to just close that door in that part of her life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure learn. she will. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Eric calls and wonders if Niall's enemies had caused them to be attacked. And Eric tells Sookie that he would interfere in the were war to protect his interests or to defend her. Yeah, he's been acting real weird lately. Like, it's, it's something has shifted in him, it's clear, right? Like, he's got feelings. Yeah, yeah he, he, caught, he caught feelings. He caught feelings. Yeah. Chapter 8. The next morning, Sookie goes to the library, and there's just this weird scene where, like, the librarian is there. It's Barbara Beck, who's Alcee. Alcee yeah. Beck, the well, detective. The police officer's wife? Well, what it is, is you see, like, Sookie's, you know, obviously in kind of a weird mood because, you know, she's been under constant fear of being assassinated. So she goes to the library because everyone knows that you can't do anything bad in the library because it's it's sanctified uh, like a church or whatever, well, right? You, like, you can't do any... Violence is always loud, right? And you can't do anything loud in the library. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Otherwise, the holy order of librarians will descend upon you and rend you limb from limb. <laughs> this, is, this is like textbook, right? Yeah, we all know I this, mean, right? Yeah, literally textbook. Yeah. It's library. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the library textbook. <laughs> uh, but yeah, un- unfortunately, someone decides to violate the the sanctity of the library and is uh yeah immediately the library gods punish him yeah he falls on he his falls own knife, on his knife. <laughs> yeah, this, is, this is why you don't fuck with the library man you know yeah is it yeah she she clocks him with a nora roberts book right? yeah she throws yeah a book to the face that's and hilarious falls on his knife. yeah that <laughs> is kind of right yeah yeah nora roberts is a mystery writer right yeah uh, romances oh big time romance writer okay. very very prolific and successful oh yeah yeah, yeah. Man, he's going to be so embarrassed in the afterlife. They're going to be like, how did you die? He's going to be like, in a library after I got hit by a romance book and fell on my like, knife. That's that guy that got killed by a romance novel. It's like, it was a knife. Okay, the knife killed me. The book just stunned me. <laughs> but he fell on that knife ten times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, Elsie Beck is there. Yeah. And of course, you know. The scene is actually kind of funny because, you know, the, the, the assassin's there. He's got a knife to the librarian's. And throat and Suki here in her mind hears all seed comes in and it's like yeah. oh you're gonna regret that you know yeah and I, I I kind of appreciate how I mean I'll see Beck is established as kind of a dirty cop right right yeah. not, not a great person uh, but this this scene sort of ends and I can't help seeing it from his perspective right yeah like he's just going to bring his wife lunch and there's Sookie Stackhouse and some guy trying to kill his wife and then the guy just magically dies <laughs> yeah <laughs> Leaves, right? Yeah, but Elsie probably thought he was going to have to shoot this guy, but yeah. then... Uh... Like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> yeah. and, and we know that what's going on here is just like, this is what happens when Sookie goes to the library. Last time she went to the library, didn't she get shot? Yeah, it was, it, that was where that sniper uh, was was gunning for her. Uh, the, the sniper who was a, a cook at Merlot's. No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then I really, I, I enjoyed these, this chapter a lot. She goes into work. 
And she just calls Patrick Fernand. Is like, hey, yeah, why are you killing the all the women? Why are you weapon. trying to kill me? Yeah. None, none of these creatures of the night can can fathom this tactic that she's going to deploy. Just call him on the phone. <laughs> yeah. yeah you like, dude, why are you being so crazy? Yeah, what's up? Patrick, Patrick's like, nah, why are you being so crazy, you know? Uh, but yeah, he, say, he claims it's not, uh, he's not responsible for the deaths, and, deaths and his uh, wife has been taken, too. Yeah, and he thinks it's Alcide who's been doing it. Yeah, so... Uh, Clearly, this is uh, one of those classic blunders, right? Yeah. I no really appreciate the directness. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. I feel like that's something I would do. Just call them up. Right? Like, I mean, why, why not? What's the worst that could happen? Why are you being so crazy? And, the, and now we know why. Because, yeah, this, this is exactly why you why you make that phone call. Yeah, but Fernand agrees to sit down with Alcide if Sookie will be there and read their minds. And so he's like, oh, good, I need something new. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get okay. between these warring wares. Yeah. Can you promise me it'll be dangerous? Yeah. yeah. I have to physically, I have to be physically close to them. So. See, she's putting herself literally in the middle of this <laughs> werewolf war, right? Like, not even figuratively. She's going to be standing between the two sides of the werewolf war. <sighs> literally two in the middle. werewolves who want to kill each other. Yeah. She'll be right in the middle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. That was, that's how, how she agreed. Chapter 9. Sam accompanies Sookie to this uh, sit-down. Speaking of people who need to get the fuck out, right? Like, uh, Amelia and Sam, right? Yeah, like, I mean, I get it. Like, Sam's into Sookie in, in some way. It's like, I don't know, dog imprinted on her or something. Right, yeah. But like still, Sam, like... Ugh, you can as deep as she can. How many times has been, he been stabbed or shot for Sookie? <laughs> A lot. Yeah. I mean, I guess she she never calls in sick, right? She's like, <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Take picks up the the bad shifts and stuff, and he probably pays her crap. So yeah, true. It's hard to hard to find a help like that, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Remember the time you offered to lend her money instead of you know paying her more? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I could I could lend you some money at a very reasonable interest rate. You know. Just, yeah. Right. Yeah. Just an advance on your raise. Yeah. Ten percent. Ten percent. Yeah. Hmm. And she acts like a human lie detector, and the men have a conversation, and neither man has killed or kidnapped anyone or ordered it. Yeah, this this conversation starts off with an incredibly accusatory tone. It's like, they both sit down, and and I think Al sees something like, why did you kill all these women? And it's like, okay, hold on, man. It's just like, dial it back, right? But uh, luckily, you know, they, they established pretty quickly that neither of them were responsible. And this southern vampire mystery is solved real, real fast because some rando where shows up and is like, ha ha, I did it. Yeah. Priscilla. Priscilla did it. Who's Priscilla? Yeah. I have no fucking yeah. clue, right? Why, I'm Priscilla. <laughs> <laughs> so Priscilla, uh, this person we've never met before, the the reason this has all been happening is there with four henchwolves, I think it said? Yeah. Well, yeah. she's only got four. That's why she's doing this. Very unwolf-like strategy of, of triggering a wolf war. Yeah, I, and I'm not quite sure she showed up when she did. Why? Like, yeah. Yeah. Why? Like, let them to try to, cause like take a step back well, and let them. You I guess know. if you've got, if you somehow know that this is happening, which how does she know? Because her brother is Cal Fernand. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Cal, Cal, Cal Myers. Yeah. yeah, who's Fernand's second or something. Well, then she knows that they're just going to work it out, right? Yeah. So, so they might as the well. The plan is over, so, you know. So attack. she decides to attack the pack, and, you know, of course, Sam is there, and he turns into a lion. Yeah. And Claudine is there, and apparently cool. she can kill with her bare hands. Yes, yeah, she yeah. breaks some wolf spines with her hands. I mean, uh, Sookie I think- gets it on the fight. I think Sam, uh, like he saw what she's into, right? Tigers. Oh, tigers. Oh, big cats. Dog thing not working. Big cats. I can do that. Yeah. I I, I kind of wonder why Sam doesn't uh, turn into big 
Like, there's been other times when he's been in a fight and turned into a dog, right? Are there? I feel yeah, like... Didn't he do that once with that witch thing where they killed all those witches? And he was a dog then, right? Yeah, because I don't think that was so much about brute force at that point, oh, okay. right? I don't know. I don't know. I, well, I think it's because he turns into a really cute, likable dog. Yeah. And then he like he kind of cocks his head. And he's got like one floppy ear, and the, the the witch was like, "Aww!" And then he tears the throat out. That's yeah. probably that's, what it was. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Apparently, she was married to a pack leader near New Orleans, and he died, and she wants to take over Fernand's pack. So that's why she's been trying to start something there. Uh, but yeah, that doesn't last real long. Um, yeah, I don't know how she thought this was going to go, but it does not go very yeah, well for her. Yeah, chain-fighting Sookie attacks Priscilla while she is in wolf form. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, she jumps on her back like a, like a spider monkey. Yeah. <laughs> Just, so Claudine shows up, and I was getting major Elaine Bergia vibes. Yeah. Oh, God, right? Yeah, like, Check out her other podcast, like, The Dragon We Read. Indeed. Yeah, yeah. They, they, yeah, one wolf jumps at Sookie, and Claudine grabs it and throws it against the wall and kills it. And another wolf jumps at Sookie, and she throws it against the wall and kills it. And then Sookie runs and jumps onto another Wolf, <laughs> wrestling with it. Yep. And Claudine's like, oh, uh, okay, uh, now I can't throw it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, ridiculous. Uh, but Sam kills Priscilla. Um, Claudine, the, the, she cho- her, her fighting expression is, bring it on, fur ass. That's not bad. That's solid. That's pretty good. And like, just like that, the battle is over. There are a surprising number of casualties, right? Like, Amanda, dies. Yeah. Fernan, yeah, Patrick Fernan. Yeah, so Patrick Fernan has died, so Alcide declares himself Packmaster. And mm-hmm. has sex with the hostages, maybe? Yeah, not real clear, because Claudine and Sam and are or. like... Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, so and Sookie's like, but wait, I want to so register yeah. my disapproval. And they're like, shut the fuck up, Sookie. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, I should tell them what I think about this. No, Sookie, we should go yeah. now. Yeah. Really know. They're not in the mood to discuss their, mm. their traditions right now. Yeah. And it turns out Niall is Claudine's grandfather, which means that Claudine is related to Sookie in some way. Like a they're kind of cousins, right? Cousin so many times removed or something. But uh, there is a relation there. Chapter 10. Sam, uh, Sookie drops off Sam and goes home. Apologizes for apologizes for almost getting him killed. Yeah, <laughs> again. Yeah, again. Right. And she he's go- like, yeah, I know Sookie. <laughs> <laughs> she goes into work the next day and has a conversation with Holly, who's dating Hoyt. Um, and uh, there's oh. not a whole lot to this conversation. By the way, she went to work after this, right? Like, I was yeah. just like the next day. Yeah, uh, yeah, the next day, right? Like, I was yeah. just like. Sookie doesn't get PTO. Sookie doesn't have sick days. No. Like, I, I don't know. She can't miss a shift. I mean, to be fair, if Sookie missed a shift every single time she'd, like, gotten into shit, like, she would never work. I, I mean, that's fair. Yeah. I, I just, I feel like this would, would be a day where, you know, Sam should be okay with her taking the day off, but, Wait, but I guess he's there, too. Did the, did the event in the library where she saw a man fall on his own knife and the wear battle, did that happen in the same day? I think so, yeah. Wait. Okay. Was it? Or as Sookie likes to call it, Tuesday. <laughs> right, right, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, no. Wait, yeah, no, you're right. Because she went to the library, then she went to work, and that's what she called Patrick Frenham, right? Yeah, and then they met that night. Wow. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but Holly, anyway, she has a little conversation with Holly. Holly thinks all the soups are going to come out eventually, which may lead to a civil war. Oh, also... Uh, you know, you know who shows up at work in addition to that? Uh, the person who slimes her scummy way into Merlot's, Tanya. Fucking Tanya Grissom. Yeah, that bitch. She's there to see, she's there to see Sam. She's staying in Hotshot. 
Yeah. Interesting. That's uh, weird. But so Suki adds that to the reason list of reasons that she hates Tanya. You know. Well, our theory is that she's like a tentacle, right? From yes. this yeah. monster. Yeah. We know that's what she is. She's the end of a tentacle that runs all the way back out into <laughs> the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> weird that the door never closes too. when Tanya's there. Yeah, it can't. You know. And uh, you nice. know the salt water, the slime yeah. trail behind exactly. her everywhere. The suckers all over her face. Mm. The way she wraps around you when she talks to you. Yeah, <laughs> it's like really uncomfortable and like. Come on, personal space, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no wonder Suki doesn't like her. Yeah. <laughs> but she does leave looking disappointed about something, and Suki immediately goes to read Sam's mind about it, because why not, I guess, right? Yeah. No, no, uh, no personal personal privacy around that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, she calls Eric to find out if he'd learned more about Jonathan, that random vampire who was at the wedding. Uh, Eric thinks he's a scout because the Queen of Louisiana is very badly wounded and Louisiana is kind of in turmoil right now. Oh, but, uh, sorry, real quick. When she gets home, she barges in on date night and is like, they're in the middle of, you know, like doing whatever they're doing on the couch. Netflix and chill. Yeah, and Suki starts like asking Pam questions about work and Pam is like, go fucking call Eric. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, dude, I'm, I'm trying to get laid here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's what you call it. Their date night is quite charming. Yeah, they're watching Underworld. Are they, is this where Pam is needle pointing? That's, uh, I think that's, that's a later. That's later in the kitchen. Yeah, like yeah. Eating popcorn, or I guess Amelia's eating popcorn. Yeah, and Pam is probably eating Amelia. Mm. <laughs> no, hey. she's, she's drinking True Blood. You know, she's being. It's the first, it's the first date. You know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, they're watching uh, Underworld and talking about uh, was it Kate Beckinsale? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cute. Yep. Suki thinks about the remaining sheriffs of Louisiana, because she kind of has an idea of who's where, and determines Eric is the most powerful sheriff left. Yeah, I guess. So So we learn that um, Sophie Anne is regrowing her legs. After the, the thing at Rhodes. I didn't know that was a thing they could do. Did we know that was a thing they could do? Mm. No, I mean, they, re- they regenerate their other wounds, I guess, you know? Yeah, I guess so. I wonder how much can be left... They cut their head they, off, and then when they die, if you cut their head off, killing uh, yeah, cutting off their head does kill them. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but if you cut them off just below the shoulders, right? I don't know. I wonder. Right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. If you keep the heart, you know, the vampire heart, maybe, yeah, and you give them blood. I, I, well, either way, apparently it's making her cranky and not able to oversee businesses. But mm-hmm. yeah. And then we get a classic, somebody shows up in her bedroom. Oh my gosh. This time it's Bill. Dudes be showing up in Sookie's bedroom. And All the time. Fucking Bill. Like, okay, this guy needs to learn some damn batteries. There are people who I think Sookie wouldn't mind quite so much, like, showing up in her bedroom. Bill is not on that list. Nope. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I guess he's there to cover for Pam while she's going to check on Cleo? Yeah. Uh, one of their three remaining Louisiana sheriffs isn't answering her phone, so Pam has to go check that out. I like to imagine that Bill put on like a blonde wig and like sat on the couch watching Underworld. <laughs> I'm here to fill in for Pam. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Franny, Quinn's sister, shows up to tell Sookie that the vamps from Las Vegas are coming to take over Louisiana. Apparently she doesn't know how to use a damn phone. Apparently not. Uh, but she does. She does drop a doozy of a bomb. Yeah. yeah, I like to think she went in. She was like, "Sookie, can we go talk in your bedroom?" And delivered the news, and then came back out. <laughs> That's right. Because yeah. everything happens in Sookie's bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> Chapter eleven: The Vegas vampires have already taken out the other sheriffs in Louisiana. Yeah, and there's I'm, a there's a vampire war, and it's already half over. Yeah, they're they're gathering to sur- surround Fantasia and try to take out Eric. Yeah. 
Yeah, and we finally find out what's been up with Quinn this whole time, like she's been wondering. He this said, was hard to read, by the way. This like this like stream of consciousness talk of, of Franny's. Yeah, yeah, it's it's real rough. Um, first of all, Quinn sent Franny to warn Sookie since she's one of Eric's so-called assets, but he's in trouble with the Vegas vamps. He had his crazy-ass mom who, like, escaped from the assisted living facility where she was and killed someone and was captured by the vamps, so now Quinn is beholden them again. But he can't go back into the pits to fight because he was hurt so badly at uh, the hotel bombing. Um, so, yeah. But the thing is, he has all this knowledge of the vampire world. So he suggested to the king of Nevada that he marry Sophie Ann. But this guy is very ableist. Yeah, he's like, yeah. oh, I will marry someone with no legs or whatever. Yeah, something like that. He's just a foot guy, I guess. You know? Yeah, that oh, must be yeah. it. <laughs> oh, you know, she's probably got feet. They're just really little and weird. Little baby feet. Yeah. yeah. He's not into that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Quinn is forced to share what he knows about the vampires in Louisiana. He didn't contact Sookie because he didn't want to draw the Vegas vampires' attention to her, but they're coming anyways, which is why Quinn sent Franny to warn her. So Bill grabs his sword. <laughs> And is preparing yeah. to head to Fantasia. That's, I mean, way to go, Bill. But also, there's guns, right? You can use guns. He's uh-huh. from the Civil War. He like swords. Guns. guns are better than swords. Uh, just better. Okay, well... The, Unless bu- you're opening letters. A bullet can only fly as fast as a bullet can fly. A sword can go as fast as the, the vampire can move it. Also, mm. like, we, we... Eric, at least, has gotten shot multiple times in this series, and it hasn't seemed to really affect him. But okay. you can use a sword to... Get someone's head off. Point. You got to dismember them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a fair point. Or yes. at least pin them to the wall or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe a yeah maybe a sword is more effective than like a any any small caliper gun for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Las Vegas vampires are coming and they're bringing Quinn to negotiate with the wares, and Eric shows up. Which now puts Sookie at the center of the vampire war. So yes, that's two, she does. two for two, right? <clears throat> Shortly after that, a vampire named Victor Madden and Quinn show up. Um, and Bill, he says, not the company I'd have chosen. I do regret the women, which I didn't understand. Oh, because uh, he thinks he's about to die. It's like, so, uh, not wait, the company wait. I would have chosen. Uh, <coughs> to die. That, they, that they're going to die. Sorry, he's he's like, like, he regrets that the women are going to die here, too. Yeah, this is not the company I would have chosen for my death, and I regret that the women are going to die, I think is what he's getting The women at. like Sookie and Amelia uh, yeah. and Franny? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, I don't know. Um... But yeah, I, I do think it's funny that Amelia makes a, an attempt to talk about how Eric shouldn't have come to there and it brought the war, but um, but we all know that Sookie probably would have backflipped into the middle of it anyway, yeah, so she, it doesn't matter, right? right? <laughs> yeah, if, if the war hadn't come to her, she would have come to the war. <laughs> yeah, she would have been mad if she didn't know about it. Yeah. Come on, guys, why are you leaving me out? Chapter 12, there's nine, nine vampires and Quinn with Victor Madden, who's some sort of representative for the I, king of I kind of like this guy. Victor Madden Sorry. seems like kind of, you know, I mean, like, you know, he's he's a little, you know, schmarmy or whatever, but he seems like a cool dude, you know? Yeah. V-Mads. Yeah. <laughs> V-Mads. V-Mads. Uh, I don't trust him, but I don't trust any of these vampires. I think they're all horrible monsters and should die. Wow, some Fellowship of the Sun kind of talk there, huh? Yeah. You know, you make some good points. <laughs> <laughs> Say what you will about the Fellowship of the Sun. <laughs> At least they have a plan. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Victor does try and lie about the number of vampires that they have there, but Sookie uses her brain magic to find the others. And I'm impressed. Amelia's wards keep out any of the bad vampires, um, unless Sookie specifically invites them in. So good job, Amelia. Yeah, she's got some good magic. She's But they can't come in anyway, right? Because you can't have to invite them in, yeah. Fair enough. But I think, as they mentioned, you can blow up the house mm. without actually going inside of it. And, mm. You know, not much you can yeah, do about that. Yeah. yeah. 
Victor tells Eric that the Queen of Louisiana and all the other sheriffs are dead. Fantasia has held out. Pam has escaped and is taking out Victor's <laughs> people one by one. <laughs> I was just like, I, oh man, I was just imagining her with like, you know, in the show, like hanging from a tree, just like pulling them up. <laughs> Gutting him. Oh, man. MVP. MVP. I fucking love Pam. She's my favorite. Or rather, MVV. MVP. <laughs> yeah. That's Uncle Pam. Yeah. I would, uh, I'd, I'd hang with Pam. She seems cool. She is. Um, um, oh, also, by the way, Sookie does her Southern hospitality thing, offers everyone a drink. Yeah. <laughs> like, can I get anyone any drinks? True blood, anyone? You know, it's like, dude, these guys are like about to kill everyone in this room. It's the ultimate Southern rule. Do what you have to do to make people feel comfortable. Yes, I guess so, so yeah. <laughs> she dies as she lives. Yeah. But Victor decides that he will leave Eric and Bill alive if they'll swear fealty to this king of Nevada. It's honestly not a bad deal, right? Like, I mean, I, I get that they have some personal loyalty to Sophie-Anne, but she's already dead. Yeah. Like, yeah, this, this seems like a no-brainer. Yeah, yeah I right? mean, so- Sophie-Anne was not a lame duck, but she she wasn't a lot of value. But Sookie even thinks, like, if anybody has a takeover Louisiana post-Katrina, like, this guy who runs Las Vegas is absolutely the right one because you, you want to rehabilitate New Orleans. So somebody yeah. who is familiar with Las Vegas and knows how that works would be probably not a bad choice. Yeah, I mean, I, that, I think the only thing is is I wouldn't trust Victor uh, saying that saying that the, the queen is already dead and all this stuff. I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd be demanding some proof, right? Yeah, I wouldn't buy that stuff, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, they are very short on options, and uh, at this point, things are getting escalated rapidly. Like, Sookie tries to call her great-grandfather, and Eric's like, if he comes here, he's going to kill everybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and um, Quinn busts in, is, is about to like lose his shit, so it's like, okay, let's just let's defuse the situation. Yeah, so Eric and Bill accept the King of Nevada as their leader, their sovereign. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chapter 13. Sookie is mad at Quinn for helping the Nevada vampires take over Louisiana. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, at least this thing is diffused, right? Like, it, like from here, it's mostly, like, logistical talk, uh, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, looking at the number of pages left in this book, I'm going to say probably not as as neat as all that. Yeah, well, that's fair, yeah. There's yeah. So- we're, this is our, our second arc, right? So it seems like we probably got a third arc in here somewhere. Yeah, what, mm-hmm. what's left? A fairy war? A real war? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. We've already had uh, a werewolf and a vampire war. Yeah. Um, also, Eric, uh, in the aftermaths, Eric is sitting on Suki's bed, and I guess all of his memories come back. Yeah. So, shit. <laughs> I, like, Suki's like, I do not have time to deal with this right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but we will talk about this later, I guess. Yeah. She's got to work tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Another fucking rando in her bedroom. Right, yeah. Right. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Add this to the list. Uh huh. She's like, yeah, we'll talk later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but but she, Suki. Oh, sorry. No, I was going to say, Suki feels kind of shell shocked here almost, right? Like, yeah. This is, this is a lot, you know? She's had a heck of a week and, and all this stuff with Eric, you know, she was kind of burying all these emotions, but like, maybe he's going to be like the old Eric. I don't know. Mm, yeah. The Eric that, where they were in love with each other because he didn't remember. What an asshole he is. <laughs> she wakes up the next morning, and fucking Quinn is in her bedroom. Another oh dude. Oh another dude is in her bedroom. This is this is three, right? Three in this set of chapters. Like, I don't get it. Like, do the does the front door just open directly into her bedroom or something? It can't possibly like, be more comfortable than the couches, right? Right. Outside. Like he's sitting in a chair by her bed. Like this is yeah. Come on, man. Wait, just wait downstairs. Just yeah. Wake her up. 
You know, don't just wait for her to wake up. Yeah, that's, that's so creepy. creepy. Just say, if you're going to, I mean, don't go in a room. But if you do, say, hey, I'm in your room. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, what if I, she was, like, farting or snoring right? or, you know, you wake up, you don't look great, you don't smell great. Like, yeah. come on. A little bit of respect here. A little bit of boundaries, Quinn. Come just on. men be watching Sookie sleep. I guess. He's the yeah. best sleeper. Ugh. Suki needs to establish boundaries right quick, you know? Did like, you just put a sign on her door? Yeah. Do not enter. <laughs> and maybe, yeah. maybe a chair there so people can wait. Or several chairs. Cause <laughs> yeah, by, just like down the hall. Yeah. Yeah. Put yeah. some magazines out. <laughs> wait here to, to speak to Suki yeah. when she wakes up. Take a little deli ticket. Yeah. Uh, but she breaks up with him because his mom and his sister were will always be his first priority. At first I was like on the fence about this because it was like, okay, she's mad at him because he tried to save his mom and his sister but like the more I think about it I, I kind of get where she's coming from like yeah. it still sucks because I, I like Quinn you know um, but we we learned like the other there's a big bad side of every other person and his just happens to be a shitty family right yeah yeah uh, that he's beholden to you know yeah I mean it's unfortunate but like I understand why she did it and yeah. I don't blame her yeah no, she, she yeah, feels really bad about it but I think it was the right call yeah yeah, I think she's probably right that he's not in a place in his life where he can be what she wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, which is not bringing down a vampire war on her uh, personally. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, though, I mean, like, it really didn't seem like she hated the vampire war that much, she right? Like that part. Like, like maybe he thought she would be into it, right? <laughs> like, this, this is just like my, a, all this is like my a, big special surprise for Suki that I've been working on. Yeah. <laughs> I brought a vampire war for you. You love these things, right? <laughs> like, no, I only like werewolves. God, you don't know me at all. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, why didn't you bring me another werewolf to attack? Yeah, I mean, I gotta. Uh, yeah. I want to kill him myself. I don't want a bunch of other people dying without me getting to do it. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. boring. Chapter fourteen. She goes into work, and Sam shares what he knows about the king of Nevada, who's a man named Felipe de Castro. Oh, hold on, hold on. Before she goes to work, a FedEx truck shows up oh. and delivers a new phone for Sookie, prepaid with six, for six months. And then a Home Depot truck shows up, and they fix her door. Just saying. There's, All on the orders of Eric. Yeah, Eric. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, like, there might be some perks to having a, a rich vampire admirer, I guess. Eric yes. is the best. Eric knows what Suki wants and he needs and he gets it for her. I'm, I'm never going to look down on practical gifts like this, you know. I Although, it is worth noting that he did both of those things. He's the one who smashed her phone. Sure. And he's the one who brought a war to her door, <laughs> literally. It's true. It was only there because he was there. Yeah, but at least he's trying to clean up his shit on, like... Almost anybody else in Sookie's life. That, that is fair. Do that, stuff. Yeah. that is true. Uh, I I just thought it was annoying because uh, he picked out the door style for her. True. Yeah. She might have wanted to pick like it. I'd, I'd rather have a gift certificate or something. Yeah. Mm. She said he picked out a nice one, but, you know, I mean, like, yeah, everyone's got different tastes. I mean, mm. yeah, he, he probably spent, like, six months learning human door tastes you know, <laughs> in case it helps him hunt. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. Uh-huh. Whatever. I've been Team Eric since he re-graveled her driveway. That was, that was pretty nice. <laughs> That's yeah. a good gift. I, wait, who fixed her um, kitchen? Kitchen. That was, that was too. Wait, wasn't that Elsie? No. Oh. Nobody fixed her that kitchen was insurance. for her. Yeah. She had insurance for that. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, but I, but I think I think she paid for the difference with the, the money that she made by uh, putting up Eric or something like that. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Jason and Crystal come into the bar, and they are fighting because Tanya Grissom is living out in Hotshot for some reason, and she keeps taking Crystal shopping for some reason. 
So Jason is refusing to give Crystal any more money because she's been spending it all going shopping with Tanya Grissom. So, of course, uh, Suki adds the reason, a list of reasons that she hates Tanya, first of all. Okay. But I, I also want to point out that while they're having this fight, Suki remembers that time at that wedding when she made that vow where if Jason and uh, Jason oh, fucked up yeah. in this, that she was going to take his punishment yeah. or whatever. I was, and I remember the three yeah. of us were like, don't do that. No, uh-uh. no, uh-uh. Do not take responsibility for and Jason. It, it feels anyway. like, it feels like that's coming to a head sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, but really this is more, just more reason to hate Tanya. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking Tanya. Fucking Tanya, man. It's Tanya every time. <laughs> but, uh, but Dearborn is there. And he's got a newspaper with a big old article about the six Shreveport wares that have gone missing. And when the town sheriff asks, with no evidence whatsoever, <laughs> if you're hiding missing people at your house, you've got to take a look at your own life. Right? <laughs> like the, the crazy, like the two crazy things are, he saw this, six people gone missing. In missing. Shreveport. In Shreveport, in, not in Shreveport. even in Bontemps. And he thinks, that sounds like Sookie Stackhouse. And the second crazy thing is, he's right. She <laughs> yeah. was there. She knows exactly what happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she, doesn't, she, doesn't, she may not know exactly where the bodies were, are, were, but she has a lot of information about what happened there. Yeah. She knows all of like she could, she could solve this mystery. <laughs> but, she, but no. And Sophie Ann's obituary is in there, too. In a way, this is, like, this is why vampires uh, are, are better at this, right? Like, if, if this were in the newspaper and vampires had done it, it'd be a weird freak tornado that touched down, down in six individual spots it's true, yeah. in Shreveport. <laughs> cement mixer accident. Or yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the newspaper says that she died of Sino-AIDS, but Sookie thinks to herself that Sophie Ann had probably had an acute attack of Mr. Steak. <laughs> yeah. So I hope killing her wasn't a Miss Steak. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm still skeptical because I'm skeptical of people dying off camera, as you know, you know, mm-hmm. like, and especially since they, they, they said they don't know what happened to Sigebert, uh, her bodyguard. It's just like, okay. Yeah. Is she is she dead? Is she gone? That's I don't I point. wonder. Yeah, like Siever, like w- when he dies, it seems like it would be obvious <laughs> that he's dying. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I I wonder if there's there's more there's more here, you know? Yeah, that's gonna bum me out if he's dead. I I was sad when Wybert died. I know, right? They were the, they were the coolest vampire duo so They're far. They're pretty great. They're the best. Yeah. yeah. She goes home where Franny and Quinn's mom are waiting for her. Quinn's uh, baggage. Yeah, <laughs> Quinn's baggage. But they're in the driveway, not the bedroom. So <laughs> this is a, a step up. That's yeah. a good point. I do find it ironic that the reason she broke up with Quinn could be so de- clearly demonstrated so very quickly, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a tableau of bad bad decisions in front of her, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Franny's all pissed off that she dumped Quinn. And meanwhile, the crazy mom is there getting more and more agitated. Right. Sookie's thinking to herself... God, I hope she doesn't shift into a tiger. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. So he can't just say, it's because of your crazy mom. Yeah. Because the crazy mom's right there and might turn into a killing machine. Yeah. yeah. The reason I broke up with Quinn is, and she just like opens her arms and just like looks around. <laughs> like, Gestures. You know? But yeah, luckily she's able to defuse it with the help of Amelia standing by with her magic ready to go. Amelia's pretty, like, pretty clutch here. I gotta say, as far as roommates or, or, you know, like, new friends go, Amelia's been, like, serious MVP, right? Like, 
Yeah, she's really good. I feel like she should still get out. No, she should. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm saying Sookie is benefiting a yeah. lot from Amelia here. Right. No, yeah. Amelia really but, should I get mean, out. If you pretty to... soon it'll be like, uh, I, I am a valuable sheriff because I own a psychic and the psychic owns a witch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you have to choose between the natural disasters of like post-Katrina New Orleans and Sookie Stackhouse, like I know which one would be safer. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, yeah. like the Katrina's mostly done at this point, right? Like yeah. it's really... Yeah, yeah. Sookie never, never, never stops. <laughs> That's right. Oh boy! It's just gathering. It's just gathering. Yeah. More and more power. Yep. Yeah. Anything else? No. This is the. I. I, I can't. Im- I can't imagine where this is going next because there's still quite a this book yeah, left. This feels yeah. like, are there any plot threads left? Uh. Right. Like the. I mean. The, the Vampire War seems over. The Werewolf War seems over. Tanya Grissom. Yeah, the Tanya Grissom and whatever's going on with Crystal and Jason, which is related to that. I don't. Yeah, think we don't know why Tanya's else. there. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, she's broken up with Quinn. She's kind of put her thing with Eric on the back burner. And he's gonna be busy anyway since he has a new king. New boss. Yeah, maybe maybe it's new boss stuff. We'll see. Maybe. I, I feel like I feel like that's gonna be a thing, right? Like he's gonna he's gonna have jobs for her, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's it for this week's episode. Next time, we are finishing From Dead to Worse with chapters 15 through 21. I am Alice Sullivan. That's Blue Bonnet Cafe on Instagram. I'm Jeff Lake. That's Jeff underscore Lake on Twitter. I'm Michael Sparkman. I still don't have one of those. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, please drop us a line at hello at armadillo.club. We'd love hearing from you. Please share this with anybody you think will like this. Please write us some good reviews, especially on iTunes. And thank you so much to those of you who have. We always enjoy reading them please find out how you can give us your dollars at armadillo.club please like us in real life we're just so likable until next time good Good night night. okay